From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Ipswich Election Watch 2020 with Alan Roebuck. This podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I had intended to wrap up Ipswich Election Watch at Episode 6. However, with the certain return of at least one former high-profile SAC councillor, it's generated a lot of online commentary about why Paul Tully polled so strongly in Division 2. It also looks like another SAC councillor will be returned. Put simply, Paul Tully is a seasoned campaigner with loads of street smarts thrown in for good measure. Negative headlines and various allegations did have some impact on voter support, but there's no doubt he'll come out on top. Here's why Paul Tully will win in Division 2. Number one reason is name recognition. It's really hard to beat. 39 years as the local councillor means a lot of people know his name and face. He's undoubtedly helped a lot of people in that time, or they've heard of him. He is a masterclass in scoring media coverage. The best and most recent example was the deliberate plan to keep everybody guessing about whether he'll run, and he nominated at the last minute, scoring headlines and media coverage that money can't buy. After councillors were sacked, and after a short pause in activity, Paul Tully resumed social media and being seen in public almost as though he was still a councillor, including a stint as president of Goodna Rugby League. Here's a few other reasons why Paul Tully will be returned in Division 2. Paul Tully amped up and it was quite polished, his social media in the six months prior to the election, indicating he was sure to announce at the last minute. The flood class action has also kept his face on TV and in the papers regularly. He has cleverly teamed up with Nicole Jonick. Jonick is a very well-known name in Goodna and Surrounds. He was the only candidate of 44 across the entire city to put forward solid, specific policies. For example, the return of the mobile library and immunisation clinics to Goodna. Free tip vouchers. He went further and had a specific, tangible promise for each suburb in Division 2. Now, this is a Paul Tully trademark. Mention every suburb in the division at every opportunity, especially when campaigning. Other candidates talked in generalities and almost public service speak. For example, transparency, good governance and trust me, they all spoke similar language. None of the candidates in Division 2 seized on the negative press about Paul Tully. They were just all too polite. And then there's the incredibly fragmented media for Ipswich. The Queensland Times doesn't have a strong market presence in the eastern suburbs, so negative front pages generally don't affect his reputation. So what can we look forward to with Paul Tully back in the council chambers? First order of business for a re-elected Paul Tully will be to work the numbers. The first post-election meeting of the newly elected councillors is critical to set the agenda ahead. Councillors will be required to elect a deputy mayor at that first meeting and no doubt Paul Tully has already made some phone calls to others likely to be elected. Will he again seek the deputy mayor's job? Either way, he will seek to influence the outcome. For Mayor-elect Teresa Harding, the choice of deputy by her fellow councillors will be a deciding factor on her future success and how effective she will be as mayor. While being elected as an independent, it is obvious there will be some philosophical differences from the get-go between ALP member Paul Tully and LNP member Theresa Harding. Also at the first meeting of council, committee chairpersons are decided. 
Committee names and responsibilities are usually also decided at this meeting. However, it's possible this will be deferred and the interim administrator's existing committee structure will continue, at least in the short term. Will Paul Tully have as much sway as he used to? This is unknown. However, in the first instance, he will turn on the charm to get decisions to go his way. Add to this mix an additional state government-appointed advisor for 12 months in Steve Greenwood. His role needs to be spelt out clearly or the city risks having too many chiefs. There will undoubtedly be a short honeymoon period for all councillors. What happens after that is anyone's guess. Will we see some fiery council meetings down the track? Or will there be a show of unity to help heal the damaged reputation of the city? Ipswich Election Watch. Music on this podcast is courtesy of Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.